As we speed toward year end and getting all the things done for Christmas, we need to remember that right after Christmas, we celebrate the new year. Okay, today we're gonna be talking about slowing down just a bit, taking stock of what worked, what didn't, and what you can improve in your church communication strategy in 2023. Hey friend, welcome to another episode, the last episode of 2022 of the Church Juice Podcast. Whatever your title or role is at your church, this show is designed as a way to give you the tools, community, and resources that you need to be great at communications. I'm Brian Haley, and I'm joined as always by my awesome co-host, Jeanette Yates. Hey, Jeanette. Hey, how are (laughs) you? good. We are wrapping up the year. How does that feel? I know. Are you ready for 2023? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think in our in our wrap-up episode from last year, yeah. Brian, I think we talked about how we were like, wait, isn't it still 2020? Because <laughs> like it just seemed like That's the year. That's true, right. Um, so it feels this beyond. year we did get, yeah, we feel a little bit back to normal, but right as soon as we're getting the hang of things, here comes a new year barreling down the the road here we're almost in 2023 i can't that's right and this week especially (laughs) as you as a communicator or church leader are preparing for let's see christmas eve on saturday christmas day on sunday and probably also whatever's happening next weekend new year weekend there is a lot happening so we want to just kind of wrap up this season wrap up the year helping you slow down a little bit helping you kind of Take a step back and think about the broader picture as we head into a new year, because it's a good time to, you know, just kind of reevaluate where things are at. I love setting goals. I'm not a, uh, I don't know about you, Jeanette, but I'm not like a uh, New Year's resolution type of person, but I'm definitely goal oriented. So I always set goals, but you know, the the new year just presents, first of all, it's like halfway through kind of your ministry year, right? Or school year or whatever. It just presents a new opportunity to take a step back and look at, you know, the bird's eye view, uh, the bigger picture and think through what we can do differently as we step into this new next season that we're heading into. So today we're going to 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 talk about three areas that we think will be helpful in the new year. Right. Right. And we're not. And just so you know. If you're like, great, this is, I'm listening to this episode because this episode is going to drop like three days before Christmas or four days before Christmas or whatever. And it's like, I don't, I can't do, I don't have time. What we're talking about is not something that has to happen today. It's a few quick things that you can do to get you ready for January 1st. And then some things maybe over the next week or so, a couple of weeks that you can dig into gradually. So a couple of quick things and then just some overall. So don't, don't worry. We're not putting piling more on your plate. You need to get done. Yeah. Yeah, These are just things that obviously you have Christmas this week and you have new year's happening, but over the next few weeks, there's usually a lull somewhere in the calendar. And so these are good things for you to, to think through as you start preparing for the next season of ministry. So the first thing that I think is important as I wrap up any sort of season, calendar year, you know, ministry year, whatever, season of life, is to really evaluate. So look at your goals, look at your key KPIs or key performance indicators, those things that you track, hopefully, take time to evaluate where you're at, whether the goal, you know, whether the deadline is the end of the year, and you can evaluate whether you succeeded or why you didn't succeed or you're midway through, this is a good time to just kind of evaluate those goals and those objectives and think through what do we need to change? What worked well? What didn't? 
Well, I think it's also a good time because like we said, it's the middle of the ministry year, you know, for a lot of people, churches run by the school year or something like that. And so, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, we can't stop this in the middle of the year. Like we've got to keep doing it. Well, fortunately, this is the perfect time to evaluate because it is a perfect time to stop something. Like even if you had something set for a whole entire year that you were going to do, if it's not working, if it's wasting ministry dollars, ministry time, if it's not bringing in the engagement and the connection that you wanted, if <laughs> if it's not working to communicate like you had anticipated, it's okay. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to stop something that's not working. It's much better to do that. And now is a perfect time to do that. So I think sometimes we say, well, when we get to the end of this, we won't do it again. But I think I think it's okay too to, to reevaluate now and, and take this break. Depending on what it is. So let's just say, let's say that your church hasn't been producing a print bulletin since COVID, right? One of your one of the feedback that you have gotten, you know, over the last few months has been that people really want this print bulletin and they miss it for whatever reason. Well, January is a good time or, you know, midway through the year is a good time to reintroduce something because it's not a fresh, it's not just like a fresh start with, you know, the kickoff of the ministry year, but it's, hey, we're listening to feedback. We're trying new things. We are taking time to, you know, take stock in what's working and what's not. So it's okay to make adjustments. Absolutely. I agree with that, especially with communication. Yes. And I was looking at our notes here and you also mentioned platforms, like what platforms are you using to communicate and whether or not you still need to use them. And (laughs) I know some churches are like, we're barely on Facebook. Don't worry about it. It's fine. But other churches, there have been a lot of new platforms plopping out this year. Right. Like it's just been flying. Like there's been a lot of things and maybe, you know, cause I think we probably had an episode where I talked about this, like, go ahead and get on there, get your, get your handle, like make sure, you know, well, you know, now's a perfect time to say, Oh, that thing was a, that, that was a thing for two weeks and now it's gone. Yeah. So I don't need to worry about that and go ahead and just like, you know, get that off your plate. I would, I mean, I would still kind of, you know, hold on. Well, we, we talked about this in a, episode a while ago, but hold on to the channel, but Hey, post something that, you know, you're active on whatever else, right? Yeah. Come find us on here, here, and here, or contact us this way that it's, this is a great time to do that. And this year, probably more than most years needs to be done. Cause I know that I have like 10 apps on my phone right now that I could delete because they were, they were going to be the next Twitter or the next Instagram or the next whatever. And now like, who knows? I don't even know what they are. So on that note and total tangent, (laughs) do you still use be real? Do you still use that app? Yes. I still enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a way I, I mean, it's, I'm connecting with my teen sons and their friends and it's, (laughs) he posts me and a lot of his be reels. Usually I'm in the kitchen cooking for him. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I still, I, I enjoy it. I was doing a workshop a few weeks ago and somebody mentioned the Be Real app. And I was like, I know this simply because Jeanette <laughs> talked about it before. So, yeah. I'm in on all the right. trends. <laughs> Much to my children's chagrin. They're like, please get off of all of our stuff. Awesome. Okay. So, you know, basically what we want with this first item that we're talking about here is just, you know, reevaluate 
get rid of the things that you don't need, the platforms that you're not using, all of that kind of stuff. Maybe you, and maybe just from a church communicator perspective, you found a new graphic design thing and you Mm -hmm. signed up for this newsletter and this is a good time to clean all that out too. Go hit some unsubscribes. Absolutely. But not to church juice. Of course not. Because we... We want you to stay with us, but you know, that kind of streamlining can be helpful too. Like (laughs) streamline the information that's coming into you as a church communicator and find something, you know, keep what's valuable, get rid of what's not. And you know, that'll, that'll make the new year seem fresh and exciting. That's true. Another thing that I think is important when we evaluate is looking at our processes. So I know a lot of church communicators that I talk to dream of having great organization and great process, but there's no time to do it, or there's no like infrastructure in place to to create this or to streamline how we do things or how we create things. You know, this lull in the middle of the ministry season is a great time to probably make tweaks to how you're operating or, you know, start using a new tool, try something out, or just take a look at how you're operating now and how you might do things different. What small changes can you make over the next few weeks and, you know, take your ministry into next year with a more, I don't know, a more clean process that you feel better about? And there are a lot of tools that you can use, like, you know, we talk about project management tools all the time, Asana, Monday, yeah. Trello, who knows what, all the click up, click up's a big thing yeah. this year. But you you know, we also know that a lot of you are small churches and a lot of you don't, you know, have a lot of staff and you don't have a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and so you don't need to use a project management tool like that right. if an email or a paper form and an inbox on your desk works for right. you. <laughs> you don't have to make it more techy just because there's tech out right. there if that doesn't work for your church. So find something that works for again, you and yes, make it work. Right. All right. So that's evaluating. It's a good time at the end yeah. of the year to evaluate your goals, your objectives, your successes over the last year. The second thing that I think is important at the end of the year or beginning of a new year is to make updates. So it's a good time to make sure that, you know, our website is updated, that all of our communication pieces are up to date and have the most accurate information. Or maybe it's time to switch out photographs from summer to winter, you know, those kinds of things. So it's a good time to make updates beyond your beyond your uh, website. But that's a great place to start. These are the really quick things you can do. Right. So this is something like just sit, sit down and just knock it out. Make sure that you have, you know, you, you have your Christmas page, maybe your front page of your website is all ready for Christmas. Just make sure you have in your draft section of your website that you have that non-Christmas ready to go. And just, you know, either, I don't know, are, are there any ones that you can schedule it to go live? That would be really great. So you didn't actually have to like log in on the day after Christmas and like hit publish. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm not a website person. I mean, you anyway, can schedule posts, but, you but I know, don't know about like updates. Yeah. So anyway, make sure you have that ready to go so that when it is time to update, I wouldn't worry about it on Christmas Day. But, you know, day after Christmas. Soon after. You can just do that. And quick. chances yeah. are anyway that your service times between Christmas weekend and New Year's weekend are probably quite different. So it's important to make right. those changes. But yeah. 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 I also, you know, you want to make sure that you're, your copyright and all that kind of stuff is up to date, right? right? Your website. 
Um, that's something that all people are always mentioning during this time of year. I see in all the Facebook groups, they're like, don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do this. And honestly, it was not something I knew about until, (laughs) until like after the fact, but that's pretty important too. And just also, this is a time to, you know, we've, we've got to have that like immediately after Christmas, like you said, dates and times on our website. Correct. But then in the next week or so, this is the time to re- maybe refresh some of those photos on your children's page, on your events page, all that kind of stuff. Make sure your events are, you know, you've had, it's probably been stacked full. Your events page on your website is like Christmas, 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 Christmas. Make sure that gets changed out too. So it goes a long way because there are a lot of people just like we're talking about today, goal setting and whatnot, right? Right. There are a lot of people that are going to be thinking about that in the coming weeks. They're going to be thinking, well, maybe my new, maybe my new year's resolution is going to church and say, you want to have all that stuff ready to go on your website, right? Yeah, that's good. Another way that I think you can make updates over the next few weeks is to simply get ahead and give yourself some space. So like we've talked about, there's probably a lull between, you know, between Christmas and I don't know, mid January, late January, whatever, where things kind of start picking up again. But that means that it's a great time for you to to be able to set aside some time to do these things. So give yourself the space to do that. Schedule your Facebook posts or, you know, whatever. Schedule your emails because you know the content that's going out by now. So probably, hopefully. So it's a great time for you just to schedule a little bit ahead. Give yourself some space to breathe and you can then work on some of these other things or long-term goals that you've been wanting to accomplish too. We've talked about evaluating your goals, your objectives. We've talked about making updates. The last thing that we want to talk about is setting new goals. Like I said at the beginning, I'm a big goal-oriented person. So setting goals is huge for me. Oh, yeah. We're both. It's the New Year's resolution. We're out with that. I don't know. Oh, for those of you that are are listening and didn't just, (laughs) I just did a thumbs down for New Year's resolutions. But if you love New Year's resolutions, I'm fully supportive of you, but I just like to call them New Year's goals. That's all. That's the only difference. And goals also tend to have, you know, some sort of path Mm -hmm. for you to Mm -hmm. do. So, so anyway, I am very excited about this because this is something I'm trying in the, in this new year is there, I, I am an idea person. So I have ideas flowing all the time, implementing those ideas. Oh yeah. Not so much. Yeah. And so what I try to do is keep track of those. So, you know, I write it down or, or um, in my planner. And then as I'm sitting here during this time of year and dreaming and thinking about what it's 2023 going to be like, what do or what are some things I want to change or improve on like we've been talking about? I think it's a great time to go pull out just one of those ideas one of those new ideas. Do you want to start a new newsletter? Do you want to do a different devotional? Do you want to try a new tool? Do you want to try to create a volunteer team for your social media or whatever that is? If you have an idea that you've wanted to implement, but you have not been able to do because of time, now is the time to think about it. And maybe you don't implement it January, the first week in January, but you can plan it out and you can say, okay, in January, I'm going to do this part. And then in February, I'm going to do this so that by the end of quarter one, I will have my volunteer team for social media or, you know, a writing team for our blog or something like that. Yeah. It's a great time to, to set goals, to 
take those ideas that you've been putting on the back burner that you've written down and kind of forgotten about. It's a good time to take a look at that list again and figure out what's practical. You know, what would be a good time for me to implement in this first quarter where I can actually accomplish something and maybe build some momentum toward later, you know, points of the year. But try something super practical. Try something that you know is achievable, that you know is a good time for for you to try this out. Try something new, and it's a good time to to do that. I agree. But I think it's also a good time, because partly because it's the middle of the ministry year, it's a good time for us as we kind of evaluate where things are at and whatever, to really dream big. Like, hey, you know, what is something that I want to try next ministry year? Or what is something that I think something that we could accomplish that maybe we can start chipping away at now, but it's a big goal or a big dream. I think this is a perfect time to to dream big and to start thinking about those types of things too. When you, as you were talking, I was thinking about how I, how often I've done that during this Advent season <laughs> leading up to Christmas. At my church, I volunteer with our children's ministry. And we, you know, when my children were in third grade, we had this big play and it was a big, you know, the third grade nativity play the whole church, it was a whole thing. And now it's, it's, we still do it, but it's different. And it's like a one evening, not on a Sunday or a Wednesday. And it's not the same thing. And we were trying to get it together because it's happening tonight as we're recording this. (laughs) So we're doing it. But I was thinking, you know what, next year we need to go back to that. What we used to do you know, and we stopped all of that because of code and everything. So like we had to take a break, but now it's time to go back to that, which means the way we do Sunday mornings would have to change for third grade. Right. So like the, we have to plan, we have to start planning now for September because it's going to be different. And so that's what Brian's talking about. Like think, uh, you know, think like, okay, next Advent or next, next Christmas or next fall or, you know, whatever we could do it this way instead and go ahead and write it down, play, you know, put it on the calendar for your, your planning calendar for those staff meetings that you're getting ready to have in the new year and work toward that, start talking about it and planning it and not, you know, one of the things that makes your goals happen, your dreams come true is putting the work in to, to make them happen. And so we have to document and, and strategize for those. And so I think that's I think that's what now is a good time to implement one of those things that you already have written down. <laughs> implement something and it can be small. I'm going to we're going to start the bulletin again like you said or we're going to do it this way or we're going to try something different. And it's also a time to start planning for that big goal or that big change that you want to happen in 2023 next year. So, three areas for you to take time, evaluate, take stock as you head into this new year. Evaluate your goals, make updates, set new goals. I think that's it. What yeah. do you think? It's easy, guys. Yeah, easier said than I done. Wait, well, it's not. It's simple, <laughs> not simple. easy. That's go. what um, when I as I uh, I've been a fitness instructor for a long time, and it's like this. You know, this move is simple, but it's not easy. Right. <laughs> like this is this is simple. Yeah. So yeah. these are simple things, but hey, we're here to help everybody that's out, right? right? That's what Tell Church Juice is here for. Tell them where for. they can find us. We would love to have you join our discussion this week. We will be in the Church Juice Insiders Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening. 
you can find our show notes at churchjuice.com slash podcast. We would be glad to have you join our group, join the discussion where we can talk about what goals we're setting. We can talk about uh, how we're evaluating, how we're making changes for the new year. I'm excited to have this conversation this week, even though it's a busy week and it's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you for watching. The Church Juice Podcast is a listener-supported production of Reframe Ministries, a family of programs designed to help you see your whole life reframed by God's gospel story. Church Juice is produced by Brian Haley with post-production by Minimal Media Company in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information about Church Juice, visit churchjuice.com. For information on Reframe Ministries and our family of programs, visit reframeministries.org.